0: Welcome to a free
1: solution. All right, welcome to a free solution. I'm Kevin Olschewski today, joined, I think, by by Craig Miles. Craig, you with us? No, he's not. Okay, well, that's all right. So we'll, we'll just uh, we'll keep going, and uh, we're live here on WYSL. So course if you listener want to participate in the show today give us a call 585-346-3000 that's 585-346-3000 and uh if we <laughs> we'll see if we get craig back in a few minutes because i know y'all have gotten used to listening to him on wednesdays now and i just i happen to be able to to do wednesdays again so i might jump in and, and co-host here every once in a while or you know sub in if if you know, craig's not able to make it and uh but yeah no we're Shout out down the line to our friends listening over at WACKO at Newark, and of course our friends listening online. Free Solution Facebook page, Free Solution YouTube channel, the Kevin Wilson pages. Wherever you're listening today, thank you for joining us here. And uh got a few topics to talk about today. We got uh you know, the redistricting process, a little bit more news coming out of that. I will talk about some New York state budget issues, maybe, if we get to it. And, of course, uh, some national budget issues, too, because the Biden administration is proposing another, like, what, $5.8 trillion in spending. Just an absolute absurd amount of spending, because that's what... Uh, that's what happens, you know, it, it, which is hilarious because it's like, oh, yeah, we're cutting spending from last year when we had like the, the most expensive year in history. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, too, if, if we get to it. But uh, uh, all right. do we have Craig back? Craig, you with us. Craig, you with
2: us. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. I can. There hear you. I am. My dulcet tones on WYSL. Once again, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, no. So fine. this is the, this is the first show we've done together. So you know, we've listened to you for a while. I'm sure you've caught a few of my shows too. So it's great to, to be able to to do this show with you for once. Yeah, no, it's
2: um, it's excited to be. I'm excited to be doing a, a co-hosting gig here. It's nice. Uh, now it's not just me talking to myself in front of my bookcase. Now I can have a discussion, uh, yeah, and we can
1: both talk in front of our bookcases. Exactly. Now we got both bookcases here. And uh, getting <laughs> yeah, flags and whatnot too, of course. So for for those listening online, you know, I I have a, a don't tread on uh, anyone flag, big bookcase behind me and whatnot. Um, and Craig's got a, a, a similar setup. I don't know what I don't know what yeah, flag I, above 76 is. Oh, seventy
2: six Seventy six. Ah, there you go. So seventeen seventy six, the
1: birth of our nation. Right on. Love it. Love it. Uh, so anyway, we're going to talk about redistricting today because I know you had you had thoughts on that too. Because there's been a couple cases come out with that. There's the 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 st- uh, redistricting thing that came out on last Thursday, I believe it was, that said that uh, they they gerrymandered as unconstitutional. And then something came out this week saying that they could move forward with the districts as is. Today is this week is the week to turn in petitions if you're one of the uh, the main parties. Uh, So they're turning them in under the old districts because the new ones ain't out yet. And then we may get different districts for the primary, even though the signatures collected are for the old districts. So it's a mess. Of course, it's a mess. And it's a mess on purpose because they don't actually
2: care whether anyone is able to get on the ballot. They care that they're able to get on the ballot. And they know no matter. And I say they I always use they. I mean, the people that are writing these rules, they don't care. Democrats and Republicans, they're going to be on the ballot they don't care about ballot access. They don't care about the redistricting. Honestly, they went in there and they negotiated all those things, just like, just like they always do. And it was horse trading. And they got to pick their districts. And the Democrats, you know, they rule the state. The Republicans say, "Oh, I can't do anything." The Democrats rule the state, and there we go. That's where we. They get through. their
1: handful of safe districts, and you know that's that's fine. You know, like all right. Well, sorry for for the people who lost in this. You know, but. We're we're good in these handful of districts. We can have our tiny little molehill power here and uh, be content, right? And then and then fundraise <laughs> off of the the outrage of being in the minority.
2: Yes, 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 yes. We're gonna fight. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it different. Uh, Nick Langworthy. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna beat Queen Kathy. Okay. How <laughs> you have three to one Republican or Democrats to Republican? How are you gonna do that? Well, we're gonna beat her. Okay. I know you said that, but how? Uh-huh. Well. Uh, just give me money.
1: Yeah, just just kind of check. We're going to make it work. It's it's fine. <laughs> don't it. ask.
2: You want, don't, don't worry about you the, want the Democrats to win? It's like, have they ever lost? <laughs>
1: like, not in a couple decades. Been, no, uh,
2: no, not well, at all. And Bicharque, the interesting I the thing, I wasn't surprised at all. See, this always happens to me. I get excited because I hear oh, they ruled, like the court made a decision. This is awesome. Democracy and, and federalism and the Constitution. and These things still work. And then the next day, there's always a stay. Oh, well, the appellate court in Rochester issued a stay. And there's always a stay. It was with the masks uh, first, back with the mask mandates for the kids, and now for this thing. And I, I know people roll their eyes when I'm like, oh, it's all part of the same." It is. Like, like if you don't get the right ruling, then I'll just issue a say and I'll do what I want anyway.
1: Yeah. Right. And that, well, that's, that's what you got. You can't get like too excited about these rulings. Right. Cause you're like, all okay, right, this is, this is temporary. It's going to be challenged. You know, it got appealed immediately when they, uh, set, when, when the first ruling happened about it being unconstitutional again, in court again, saying, well, you know, we're going to move ahead with it as is, there's going to be another case, I think next Thursday to the C and then, even if this goes through, right, like what's going to have to happen is in the either the uh, the state legislature, most likely the state legislature, which is controlled by Democrats or the independent redistricting commission are going to need to draw up a new map, even if it did go through. OK, so the same people need to draw a new, better map that this time, like follows the rules just a teensy, tiny bit more closely. And then, you know, it will get through. Just just ma- make it look a little bit better. You, you weren't trying hard enough.
2: That's just honestly, that's how I feel about this stuff. That's how I feel about all this stuff, is the changes that they actually mandate or they actually fight over are negligible. They still get what they want. And and I don't know who they're trying to fool because everyone knows the system's broken. I mean, this goes to this goes to the Kathy deal. She's still gonna go and run for governor and there's still gonna people there's still gonna be people vote for her as they complain about how much money that she gave the bills. And I'm like, why yeah. why do you continue to do this?
1: Well, goodness, it didn't didn't stop Governor Cuomo. My goodness, how many times has he made deals? that are like, ah, that doesn't smell right at all. And not just like doesn't smell it. Like, hey, look, this is this is pretty open corruption here. What's what's going on? Uh, don't worry, yeah, about it. not just a, politics. yeah.
2: Not only doesn't it smell right, it doesn't look right, it doesn't sound right, and <laughs> yeah.
1: nobody yeah, seems all the to care. In there. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, and then the Democrats they, they do the same thing that Republicans. So, well, you want the Republicans to win? Well, that. They're not. They're not going to win like, oh, well, you're, you're going to vote for a third party then. No, you got to vote. So they, they you know, browbeat their party members to into to scaring them away from voting for independent candidates because, well, we can't let the Republicans win. It's like letting Donald Trump rule New York, you know, however they're going to scare people. Right. So I have a, I have a story about that. Actually,
2: I volunteer uh, maintaining trails in the Adirondacks and yeah, I enjoy it. Um, it's it's actually through like this convoluted mess of the DEC and the Adirondack Mountain Club, which is a private, orga- so private uh, private public partnership and all that stuff, and it's a mm-hmm. mess. Um, and unsurprisingly, they have difficulty finding volunteers because <laughs> there's a lot of nonsensical red tape. I can't just go out and like cut a tree down and like maintain a trail. I have to issue reports and I have to tell the guy when I'm going to go out there and all these things. And they're like, I don't know why we can't get volunteer. It's like, because you're trying to get crunchy people to go and like dig holes in dirt and cut down trees. But now you want them to make like 13 stacks of paperwork and a paper trail. No, just let them go and volunteer. But that's not even the point. It was the Donald Trump thing that you mentioned. I was out maintaining a trail and there was this couple that I met Uh you know, they were probably in their fifties or so. And we got talking back and forth, and I kind of I kinda gave them that spiel because they were complaining about the, the the trail. They're like, How can we fix this? You know, it's kind of in rough shape. And I'm like, Well, you know how you fix that is you go to the you go to the guy and you request the thing and then it goes to a desk and then it dies there, and then next year you do the same thing, and then the trail doesn't get fixed. And the lady she came back with well, do you think that's because President Trump he he cut funding? And I'm like, "Yes, oh, yeah, exactly. Goodness. Yep. Yeah, he's it. the one that stopped the trail maintenance in the Adirondacks. That was yeah, number he's, 1 He's on responsible
1: his list. for the the bureaucracy in New York State. That's it's all him. That we, yeah. we we got him, fellas.
2: I I I'm I, I'm so it it baffles me. I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, he's the one." I just explained to you how it's all broken, but yeah, it's cuz he cut funds somewhere once.
1: Oh my goodness! I mean, it's it, it's tough to get through to some of those folks who are just you know like they're they're so partisan. Like, well, yeah, all we got to do is stop the Republicans. All we got to do is stop the Democrats. No, let's talk about actual solutions here. Let's talk about like, hey, maybe like the the process for maintaining trails needs to be streamlined, and the volunteers don't need to get bogged down in, in paperwork. Like, just make it a, a, a simple, you know, request or report, like a photo and a paragraph type of thing. If you're gonna yeah. like document it,
2: yep. And it's oh, um, pretty
1: easy, right?
2: <laughs> you did, yes, yes, make it easy. Um, and I understand, I kind of get where they're coming from. It's estate agencies, so they got to cover their back. They got to have a paper trail. If someone gets hurt out there, mm-hmm. they don't want a lawsuit. But now, okay. Cool. Now you don't get volunteers
1: either, <laughs> right? And, and I don't like that. Those trails need to be maintained. A lot of people love them. They get loved, you know. It's a bit too much sometimes, right? And so, okay, so you got to have a network of volunteers to make sure that things are staying on track up there. But if you want to value these resources, you got to make it easy as possible for folks to be able to uh, do their thing and take care and, and and do good where they can. There's so many spaces where government is the barrier to people doing good and helping their communities. All right, so it sounds like we're up for a break. Thanks again for joining us here on a free solution. You got me, Kevin Wilson, and Craig Miles in today on a free solution. Give us a call if you want to participate in the show. 585 346 3000. That's 585 346 3000. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Talk to you soon. A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today, joined by Craig Miles on this wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, live here on WYSL. Give us a call again if you want to participate in the show, 585 346 3000. That's 585 346 3000. We were talking about the redistricting process. We were talking about well, some of the volunteer work that you're doing up in the Adirondacks and the ways in which the state gets in the way. You know, and I, I do want to mention too that petitioning season for the independent nominating petitions is coming up soon as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how this the redistricting process impacts those folks. If they come to a decision on on those districts, it's going to impact the ability to to collect signatures. If you're say a libertarian running a independent nominating petition drive in the next few weeks, Craig, any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, isn't that convenient? Isn't that just <laughs> convenient that all of these decisions can take as long as they want and all of these messes, they can just get cleaned up whenever because I'm on the ballot already and those third parties, well, it's not really my problem if they can't figure out how to get on the ballot.
1: They're not going to win anyway. Who cares about them? That's
2: Yeah, and this, this, this brings up a point that I hated from... When Larry got us ballot access, and I say us, I mean the Libertarians. The Libertarian Party was not a real thing, according to New York State. Larry got the votes that he needed, and uh, he went through all the nonsense. We got 150 Libertarians elected the next year to office, and the state said, ah, uh uh-uh, no, I don't like that. And then they said, we're going to pass this thing in the budget. We're going to get them off. Uh, They're not a thing anymore. The thing that Mm -hmm. bothered me the most about this is when we first got ballot access— where you're able to go and register at your uh, post office or any of those places that carry the voter registration forms, it took them a year and more to update those forms and, I think, at least a year to update the online to make sure that Libertarian was a choice. And people complained to them, and they said, oh, you know, it takes a lot of time. It's really hard. The bureaucracy, it's so difficult. And then... When we weren't a party anymore, the next day—I kid you not—the next day we were off of the, off of the website well, to be registered as well, a Well, You can't carry. accidentally registered not in New this. York.
1: That's yeah, no way. That's, and, as, and and now as, you gotta you can still register as a, as a libertarian. You just gotta write it in, and you know if you, you spell it wrong or they just can't read your handwriting right, they might you know categorize you as something else. as something pri- prior to ballot access that that uh, Larry's campaign got in twenty eighteen would be a thing all the time. They were just right in the wrong. A party designation, put people as a liberal party or, you know, uh, you know, whatever. And it it would be a chore to make sure that consistently across the state, these registrations are being collected under the same party designation. Yeah.
2: And so you you bring up another point. Well, so what really upset me was like, oh, it takes so long. We're so hard. It's so hard to do. And then all of a sudden when it was in in their favor, it's like, oh, we found out a way to make it work really quick. And the point that you bring up about the, well, you can just write it in. That's what they'll say. Well, we didn't take the choice away. You can still write it in. Okay, let everybody write what they want in. Why you got to put Republican and Democrat on there?
1: Well, because they're the ones who control the offices that make the forms, Craig.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But so my point (laughs) is – all of these arguments are nonsensical. It's like, okay, well, if it's not such a big deal to put your name on there, don't put yours on there. Let any, I'll, I'll be the grass party. I'll be the whatever party.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if you, you get in there and you're trying to register and you don't remember, you know, how to spell Democrat, I don't know. Like, it, you could just be uh, a blank then.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why don't we get rid of the parties? I just registered to vote. Why do we got to have the parties?
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. Just because of the the primary process, right? That's like the the whole thing. And you know, we have our our closed primaries here in New York State. So, and that's how people like in in Rochester. It's so funny because like that's that's b- where the election actually happens. There, the general election doesn't even matter in this area. Uh, there's there's hardly ever competing candidates. It's it's the primary. Everyone's like, oh, I'd register Democrat because otherwise, like, you don't have any choice over mayor, or city council, all that stuff. So. You know, one party system here and increasingly in other areas, too.
2: And you actually see this happen where people will get all gung ho and they'll register third party and say, I'm third party now. And then they realize when it comes to the presidential election here in New York State, you can't vote for your guy in the presidential election. So then they re-register as the whatever to vote for their guy. And now we lose them again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. People are always uh, switching registrations back and forth, and 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 so now because of that ballot access being lost too, right? Again, it's it's going to be uh, a much more massive signature lift for any independent party. So it's, it's not just libertarians like the Greens it's happened to to um, you know. We'll we'll see what uh, the Forward Party is going to do. They weren't a party before, but they're they're trying to to get on the ballot this year. Uh, same with the was it the the Unite Party. It's one of the other yep. ones that Larry is looking to to get on the ballot with, and so it's it's going to be a massive lift, uh, you know. And and can, I, I say this uh, on the show all the time. If you've never like participated in one of those like signature drives, it's 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 huge. It's arduous, you know. You can collect signatures from any registered voter that hasn't already signed a petition, but there's going to be forty five thousand that need to happen this year. I think, I think is that did I get the number right? Forty five thousand. That's <laughs> yes, well, I believe plus so. Extra. I I believe
2: it's 45 and then 50 would be safe and then 70 is is good because they're going to challenge everything and they got time to pay a bunch of people to pick through these and be like, "Oh, you didn't cross the T on this one guy's signature, so that means he didn't actually support Larry Sharp." So, now your entire page of petitions is garbage.
1: Yeah, that's what it- <laughs> Yeah, if you you sign it just in a little bit of a funny way, they be like, "Well, actually, you know, that's that's not really a, a a real voter. We how are we supposed to tell that that's what that person's name is?" So this we'll cross out this name, or well, you didn't sign it right on the bottom, whatever. Whole sheet out, ten signatures gone. You just do that, you know, a couple hundred times, and people who have the resources to do it suddenly. And you're, you're falling short. That's why it, the seventy numbers is probably closer to what I'm sure the party wants. Uh, it, when back back in 2018, when we had to collect fifteen thousand, our goal was to to collect closer to the forty. And
2: yeah, and and you mentioned the. Uh, it sounds like we're exaggerating here, like you and I,
1: and <laughs> yeah, I want to make it painfully it
2: clear, because this I didn't understand this either. We have this impression that anyone, if they just if they just want to, if they just have a vision, anyone can run for office. They can get their name out there. They can, and right at step one, the most basic part of it—the getting your name on the ballot—is an impossible task. When I was cross endorsing, I was here in the Libertarian Party. I was a county contact. When I was trying to get one of the Republicans in the town cross-endorsed for the Libertarian Party, he started this time of the year or, or sooner. The deadline was sometime in August, and we didn't get him approved to be on the ballot as a Libertarian until the deadline in August because there was always, oh, there's an issue with this. Oh, there's an issue with that. Oh, you got to change this. This is from the Board of Elections that I'm talking. The Board of Elections yeah. is nothing more than a barrier placed there to make sure the right people get elected, or to get a chance on the
1: ballot. It, it does feel that way a lot of times. Although I'll say the the, the folks in Monroe County were, were very nice when I had to turn in the signatures for my campaign. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll give them that. They were they were relatively good in in. 2020. Now again, I still resent the state as a whole for taking away the ballot access, <laughs> but uh, they they were they were helpful in making sure that everything was was sent in right. Um, but still, they, you're, you're right though that barrier to entry, right? Like it should be fairly easy to get on the ballot and and having to collect that many signatures really at any level of office because it's still a substantial number of signatures. Uh, you know, from U.S. Senate all the way down to uh, like state assembly. And it either requires like a lot of your personal time, and it's probably not even possible to do on personal time at the state level, but some level, maybe a lot of money to go and pay people to collect signatures. Or a massive volunteer network. So really you gotta get organized. Like it's gonna take a lot of organization, a lot of work to overcome the advantages that the two-party systems have to start making some changes. All right, thanks again for joining us here on a free solution with me, Kevin Wilson, and Craig Miles. We're gonna be back in just a few minutes. Give us a call if you wanna participate in the show. 585 346 That's five five three four six three thousand. We'll be back in just a few.
0: The WISL store is now open. With nicer weather, your car needs an official Voice of Liberty bumper sticker. There's a great selection to help you show your love of God, the Constitution, and free and safe schools. Here are just a few available. Shut up, Fauci. Kathy Holcomb. Save America. Support the Second Amendment. Scam alert January 6th. God, please help us. Close the Mexican border. Save America. Stop voting for Democrats. And there are gas pump stickers reading... Democrats did this. These are standard weather-resistant bumper stickers guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WYSL Voice of Liberty merch, too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover. Check out the exclusive WYSL Mount Worstmore shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Shop the WYSL store at WYSL1040.com.
1: A free solution. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today, joined by Craig Miles, and we're live here on WYSL until 1 p.m. Give us a call if you want to participate in the show. 585 346 3000. That's 585 346 3000. And, of course, shout out to our friends listening over at WACK, our network, and our friends listening online, the Free Solution Facebook page, Free Solution YouTube channel, the group, the Kevin Wilson page, wherever you're listening today. Thank you so much for being here. And so, Craig, where, where do we want to go from here? It's fascinating. <laughs> Good yeah. question. Good yeah. question.
2: I've been asking myself that for years, <laughs> and most people's answers to that is out of New York State. That's where I want to go from here.
1: Yeah, no. A lot of folks are uh, still taking off. Uh, so, somehow, Governor Hochul hasn't stemmed that tide. Uh, and, and yeah, huh. here, yeah, here that's strange.
2: I thought I thought once she gave five hundred and eighty million dollars to the Bills and uh, stole it from the Seneca Nation and like just told everyone how to live their lives, I would expect that people would stay
1: here and deal that's- with that. That's fascinating. Well, I know some of you might not hear this part in the broadcast, but the uh, the, the Seneca Nation is playing uh, ads during this show. You know, it's not; it's just part of the station package. But they, uh, yeah, they're bringing up some of those points about uh, all that money going to the bills. Again, I love bills. I got bills stuff on the bookshelf behind me, uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Governor Quo, uh, Hochul is just saying, like, oh, well, it's, it, it's basically paid for because we had this this payment that we wanted to get from the Seneca Nation. And uh, they, they froze their bank accounts, uh, which is, is pretty wild. It ended up disrupting a few things for them, I, as I understood it. Uh, so, yeah. It, it's I talked, again, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I talked about this last week about the Seneca Nation and how this is old hat for Indian nations across the entire country. They have been told time and time again by governments, local, state, and national, this is good. We're good. We're all good. This is what we're doing. We signed a treaty about it. We're all in agreement. We're good. And then all of a sudden, it changes. And now you owe me whatever it was, $480 I think, whatever the number was that she got from the Senecas. Now you owe me that, and I'm going to give it to the sports stadium. Uh, named after a guy, Bill Cody, who is like in in, <laughs> in Westerns, which are, don't depict natives necessarily in the best way. It's just it's nonsensical how how the government has continuously crapped on these these folks for for centuries and continues to do it with a straight face.
1: Yeah. 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 And I'll, I'll admit I don't know as much about like the details of the Seneca deal, because as I understood it, like they they. They had the position that they didn't need to make this payment quite yet; that they they are still like in a in a period where they weren't paying taxes on uh, the the casinos and the other services that they were doing out there. And then New York State's like, no, 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 you you do owe us this. And the the period ended a couple years ago, so now you owe us this like back money type of thing. Um, and then yeah, the, the the very aggressive move of while it's being you know arbitrary, they're getting uh, their bank to. Uh, lock down their accounts is, yeah, that's, that's very aggressive to do when, when things are still being uh, worked out. Um, that's the way it's done now.
2: I mean, we did the truckers up in Canada. Uh, they're talking the ESG scores, um, which you might say like, yeah, I'm a good person. I don't have to worry about that, but it's not just you as the companies that you do business through. It's, it's all of these things. They're going to be very hesitant now to, to do business with you. If you're not the right kind of person. And now all of a sudden I can't access my funds.
1: Yeah. Well, it's been like, so, so stuff like this has been going on for a while. Like, it started going on with, uh, what actually like sex workers too, like, they, with, with like porn sites, the, the, uh, payment processors, the, like, the credit card companies would, if they would just stop, uh, processing payments for them. And say nope, you're no longer you you're cut off from this system of, of collecting money, and 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 banks would do something similar, even if it, what they were doing wasn't illegal. You know, they're just like oh, we don't want to do business with you, cut it off, and and that's that's kind of their right as a company. But it is spooky that suddenly like this business model where you're expecting to be able to have people make transactions, all those transactions have to go through that that third-party intermediary who can be pressured by the government or the public generally to to suddenly say hey you know how you're getting all your money before that stops today right now good luck so i think
2: yeah i think you nailed it um this this is always the discussion it's the same thing with twitter and elon musk right now everybody was all oh twitter is a private company it can do what it wants you know and then elon musk buys it whoa why is he whoa now, now we're threatening three, <laughs> we won't have the right kind of speech on Twitter. Wait a minute, I thought you said they could do what they want. They're a private company. So you nailed it. Private private companies can do what they want. But the point with this CSG stuff is it's not the private company that's making the call. It's the it's the government that says, "Hey, use these guidelines or else." And what are the banks yeah, well, hey,
1: dude, Actually, let's back up. for you. you want to explain what the ESG thing is? Like, I, I know what it is. I know some listeners are going to be like, well, what the heck's... Uh, it's uh,
2: environmental, he social, and I don't know what the G is. Uh, godforsaken? Godforsaken.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I'm not going to Google that right now. So.
2: Yeah. Essentially, um, it's a score that the government. the government has created a set of guidelines that in order to do business as a government bank, you must... Make sure that all of the people who transact business with your money uh, align with these standards. And if you don't align with these standards, now you don't get to use this money. Now you don't have money. Now it's not a thing.
1: Governance was the other one. I did Google. I was like, no, I got to know. I I didn't know what it is. Governance is is the other one. uh, Governance. So if you don't govern
2: correctly, if they don't... See, see, this is the thing. What does all of this mean? Environmental, social, and governments. Okay, uh, who gets to choose what's the right for the environment? Uh, our chemical fertilizers, right? Uh, our our petroleum, right? Is is like who's making these calls? Is what I have a problem with because now it's just whatever the hot thing is, you know. It's it's whatever the cool thing is. Well, we're worried about CRT now. We're worried about don't say gay. We're worried about all these things, which mm -hmm. are hot topics for five months. But now you're going to probably alienate a whole segment of a bunch of people based on this thing that was a hot topic for five minutes and then doesn't really have much of an effect on anything at all. But now now I've I've got the label. So now I can't use my money.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, like, as as that type of scoring, like, if by some, you know, in theory, like, what, what would I call, it? like, neutral agency, like, oh, we're just, you know, evaluating the stuff. Like, how is it going to be used? Who's actually going to apply this? Uh, and and what consequences are companies going to face for having a lower score? You know, again, is it is it the government not doing business with them? Is it banks not doing business with them? Is it just a a public shaming thing? And then uh, on the flip side, too, is to get how do if, if how are companies responding to like the various social pressures of different like laws that go on in the state? and say, you know, did, did Disney make the right call like with with what's going on in Florida? Right. Should they jump into this stuff? They have in the past. Uh, they've gotten some some flack for it. Uh, but but. That's a a decision that needs to be made everywhere now because there's this this national quick rapid pressure to 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 make a statement that to, to participate in the discussion around some of these bills and and sometimes they don't always get it right sometimes they they do maybe they're doing the right thing but sometimes they always get they they kind of fall to that immediate pressure of the mob without thinking yes. like, well wait let's let's take a step back and evaluate what's going on do we need to jump into this at all do we need does anyone care what we have the to the answer say? is no. The, yeah. If the
2: question is, "Do we need to do this?" The answer is no. no. When it comes to the government, no, you do not need to do that. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you, eighty-five, ninety-five percent of the time, the answer is no. You do not need to be involved in this.
1: Probably not, but but you know, politicians like to say they're doing something. So yep. you nothing. Know, yep, and people got to look busy. Like to know
2: that they voted for the right guy. See, my exactly. guy's getting the results, and if I don't vote for the right guy the next time around. I'm going to get bad results. I'm literally going to die.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's – that's. you sound like you could write some campaign ads. <laughs> Correct.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's all <laughs> – do you, do you like life or do you like death? Vote for this guy. Like, that, I, again, these things, they sound hyperbolic, but look at any of these campaign ads. And it's that's what it is. That's what it is. Your way of life is under threat. Donald Trump is the biggest threat to your life. Okay, if that's true, why? Why? I thought this was America. Why is that true? If one guy can be the biggest threat to my life, maybe we ought to rethink what we're doing with the system. Or maybe you're being a little bit, you know, over the top with what you're telling me. Either way, maybe I should question it instead of just being like, oh, yeah, I got to vote for that
1: guy. No, no, no. Just uh, you know, do do the do the scary voice. Donald Trump will ruin your life. But grainy black and white photos, you know, and, and then okay, yeah, vote for the other. Don't even worry about who the other guy is. Paid this is an ad for signed, so. county legislature. <laughs> vote against Donald Trump in County Ledge Race Four. You know
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this like county that. legislator doesn't even know Trump. Trump doesn't know this county <laughs> legislator, but now it's the talking point. I can't yeah. I can't, uh, it, it, it boggles my mind. They're still scared of Trump. They're still yeah. scared of Trump.
1: <laughs> All right, so thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. Uh, Kevin Wilson and Craig Wells, we're going to be back in just a few minutes. Talk to you soon.
0: Free Solution.
1: Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today, joined by Craig Miles, who is, what well, we're talking about well, all sorts of issues today. We talked about ESG scores. We talked about the redistricting process, uh, all this stuff. Uh, again, if you're listening out there on the live show until 1 p.m., give us a call, 585-346-3000. That's 585-346-3000. If you want to weigh in on any of this stuff, again, we're Covering a whole bunch of topics today. If we miss something, let us know. And uh, what's it do we, do we want to talk about the New York State budget or lack of New York State budget? I don't know. I, I don't know if like that's that's something that that animates anyone. Like I, part of me is like, well, just I don't know. I I don't have high expectations for our state government to jump in and do effective governance. It's already going to be late. They've extended it. Uh, state employees might get a delay in their paychecks, all that stuff, all that's happening. Uh, and we may spend billions more and more. I mean, Can we do something like about that or just, the- uh, existential dread? Is it, what's, what's the <laughs> solution to this moment?
2: Yeah, it, it just, it just sounds like par for the course to me, honestly. Um, this is how the New York state government works. And again, it doesn't actually affect anyone that's making the decisions. It doesn't affect them at all, and that's that's the biggest problem with government, is is none of the people calling the shots, none of the people making the decisions are actually affected by any of the the decisions they make because they are insulated from it or they are immune from it because because if it's a law or if it's something else, they'll just do what they want, and if it conflicts with the law, well, you got to find a court or someone that's going to go after them, and is that is that going to happen if I'm friends with everybody? Probably not.
1: Very rarely. It does happen every once in a while, you know. We...
2: Yeah, and that's only that's only because it's a hit job. It's literally the mob. It's literally the mob. You're all in it, and then and then you know until you're not anymore.
1: Cuomo had to <laughs> and go. You just gotta and
2: hope that you're not the guy that gets targeted.
1: Well, I mean, so, even Andrew Cuomo got canceled. You know, they they went yep. after him and decided it was it was his time to go. But like it, we 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 do see it occasionally. It does rise to the level of getting enough people mad that it starts to maybe seem like the folks who are supposed to hold folks like Governor former Governor Cuomo accountable might actually get held accountable themselves. So every, every once in a while, they're subject to public pressure.
2: Yes, and Cuomo still rolled with it and still has a massive base of support. Massive. Pe- people, they they they've excused him. For so it's, much, it's weird. And like I've they seen would some of the polling. For him again.
1: Yeah, I've seen some of the polling. It's bizarre. Like I'm like, why do so many people still like this guy? I don't like. I don't get it. <laughs> like, if if I, you're a Democrat, like what 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 is the appeal to you of of the way he governs? On top of like the way he's acted in his private life. So know. he was good.
2: He was good at getting on the television and saying things. And then doing things that had nothing to do with the things that he said. And only benefiting himself as he was saying things on television. And the things didn't even have to make sense. And he could contradict himself in the next sentence. And people said, yes, yes, they clapped for him. And he made things sound good. And that's that's why people liked him. Because they felt like he was a leader. They felt like he was a king. They felt like he was doing good things. And they didn't listen to the contents of it; they just liked the way it was
1: delivered. So that's uh, that—that's most of leadership, then, right? Just get in front of the camera and the microphones, and like looking decisive. That's that's what you got to do. Just just empty statements, just delivering the right cadence, and say, "Hey, we are taking action today," which which is what he did during the coronavirus stuff. Got on TV, got his press conferences. Gosh, it, it, we're we're coming up on like the the two year anniversary of the invention of the the term uh, um which <laughs> st- still fills me with so much cringe. Just
2: I that it's, was a it's thing. All of it. We've we've created cults, cults of personality, like the Fauci ouchie, right? Anthony yeah, Fauci yeah. is king, and and it boggles my mind because I I've never. I shouldn't say never. I feel like when I was a Republican, I had a tendency to idolize people. The the oh well, n- no no that's not even true. I've never idolized a Public Fever fi- uh, figure ever, ever. Uh, well, I don't get it. Why? Say so
1: yourself like I I I would do that. You know, I'd, I'd be, like again, people that like e- even if they they have some good points, do stuff like I'd idolize people like Ron Paul. I'm like Ron Paul is great. He's perfect. Like, He's not perfect. There there are a bunch of things I disagree with him now and things that, like, I wish he didn't do. And same with you know anyone. Any politicians are all human. Don't put them up on a pedestal. They're not gods. They're not kings. They're 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 people who, you know, have their own flaws and fallacies and vices. And that's precisely why understanding the humanness of politicians precisely why we need to limit their power.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um- so when I say, when I say idolize, I mean, I mean it in that sense, like, like these people have become godlike and I've never, I've never viewed anybody that way. I, I have a lot again. Yeah. Ron Paul, amazing person, amazing human being. And he surprises me still because I separate the humanity from the, the whatever, right? Like you, you, you like the person as a person. you like the way that they do the same thing with the, the Levi, the Levi lady, um, I haven't, I used to wear exclusively Levi's and then they took a stance on gun control and I said, no more Levi's for me. Oh. And then she said, no vaccines for me. And Levi's said, okay, you got to go. Here's a bunch of money. Just be quiet and leave. She said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to speak out and, uh, tell everyone you're a bunch of, you know, not nice people.
1: Oh, and nice. I respect that. I not know about this, the, the Levi's stuff. I must've missed that. You missed oh, this. I, this was a big deal
2: for like a week. For
1: like a week. Some, I don't <laughs> always catch the story of the week. I don't know. <laughs> like, like I don't two. know like Democrats and Republicans they get outraged about stuff and sometimes like oh, okay is this real or noise ah whatever you know I'm, I'm gonna go hang out with my kid.
2: That's my point too. Yes, is is this was a big deal. This was a yeah. gigantic deal
1: right, I'm for, have a to look this up. for a
2: week. week. And then it wasn't. And it was on to the next thing. And. Oh, it's exhausting because it's like you just saw something come and go. The Ukraine, the Ukraine deal, like, like COVID was the big thing for two years. You will not believe how many Ukraine flags, how many Ukraine stickers, how many Ukraine hearts, how many of those I see in my day to day. And it's only been going so on hot. for a month. It's, it's yeah. the hot new thing.
1: Thing people are concerned, you know. Again, there's, there's really a war going on. There's stuff going on, right? You know, and it. But like, it, what what actually bugs me about like that type of stuff is like it's it's just kind of proving that tribal loyalty it's not like diving deep into the issues of like what's going on in here in this moment and like what are the solutions to this it's like i want to show that i'm on my tribe's side and that's what i'm going to put out and it's 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 so easy it's so cheap you can just you know put this out there and not take any action you know, there there are folks who are really going and trying to to help people in ukraine and doing the right thing and 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 supporting them in a real way but Putting a little thing on your profile it doesn't matter. It's just it's virtue signaling. It's it's empty, and just just getting outraged about whatever the story is of the week. Okay, cool. Like, well, what, what you get in that Levi story? Like, what were the actual uh, social and, and policy and corporate culture implications of of you know removing a CEO for those reasons? You know, that's, yeah, that's so important. I
2: guess that's kind of where I I'm getting at with the idolization, and then also the putting stuff on your stuff. It takes me a lot to put stuff on myself or on my my water bottle or whatever. I yeah. got to know what I'm talking about a little bit before I feel like I can I can throw that up there. And I think you're 100 percent correct where it becomes the cool thing to do. And and if you were to ask people again, I haven't done this um, because I don't want to. Honestly, <laughs> like I don't want to have this discussion. Uh, All right. Well, maybe that's hey, we do for that- another time.
1: Yeah, that's right. All right, so uh, thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. I think, Craig, you're going to be on tomorrow, subbing in for Tim, and then me and Tim will be on on Friday. Talk to you then. Have a wonderful day.